Hi everyone, welcome to JNR Basketball. I'm John, joined today by Ronnie, and we're discussing the Final Four Western Conference teams and what their championship windows look like. So Ronnie, for those of people that might not know, what, what is a championship window? Well, I think a championship window is just the, the time frame that you have to actually win a championship. Um, I mean, it's sometimes that window could close really fast on, on some teams, and uh, some windows are last longer than others, so that's all. Yeah, that's right. So sometimes, take the, we'll talk about the Phoenix Suns first. They're the number one seed in the West. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is on his rookie contract, which tends to be a lot cheaper uh, when you have those guys. As they perform, you're going to have to sign them to a big deal, and that gets expensive, especially if you have other players that you want to keep in your system. So you really want to capitalize when you have those solid young players and they're, they're kind of cheap before you have to pay everybody. And uh, basketball, just like the other sports, is no exception to that. People want to get paid. They're going to go to teams that will pay them. And uh, it's hard to keep a solid core of people together without going broke or, or going into the luxury tax deep. Yeah. Sure so the is. Phoenix Suns, uh, who, who do you think is the highest paid player on the Phoenix Suns? Isn't it Devin Booker right now? It is Devin Booker, yeah. But it's so close. Him and Chris yeah. Paul, uh, they're both over $30 million. Devin is 31. Chris is 30. Next year, uh, Devin goes up to 33 and, and Chris Paul goes down to 28. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're really, really close, but I'm looking at the, the lineup here for the Suns and they have two key players that I would say that are not currently under contract next year. And that is DeAndre Ayton and JaVale McGee. Boy, those are two really important players on our team right now, though. They're, they're two important players, but they're important for very different reasons. So right. let's talk about DeAndre Ayton first. He is 23 years old and he's really, improved over these last couple of years. And I started thinking about top centers in the league. Is he a top three? Is he a top five? Where where do you see DeAndre? So if I pull up the list of centers, I I don't think he is top five. There are so many good centers in the league right now. Here let so this is a list I pulled I just Googled it. So there's there's Jokic, Embiid, Gobert, um uh Giannis, Anthony Towns. We've there's <laughs> He's not up with those guys. I don't think he's close. But uh, no. So I think there's tiers of centers. And I think the top tier is really just two people. And I think that's the ter- the first two guys that you mentioned. You know, Jokovic from Denver and uh, Joel Mead from Philadelphia. I think they're in a league of their own. Mm-hmm. They can create their own shot. I, I mean, Jokic is he's so good. Yeah. He handles the ball so well. He can create his own shots. It's really just incredible to watch him play uh and Joel Mead is the same way he he can create his own shot he doesn't need to get the ball fed to him uh and that's where I think DeAndre is sort of a tier behind them because you know he's he's gotten so much better at his mid-range jumpers mm-hmm. but he he's not creating shots he needs someone to dish it out to him yep absolutely well here's the other thing that I was looking at so um in this series against the Mavs so I don't know if you've been watching the, the games too closely, but the first half on the first game that we played against the Mavs, he only had one rebound. Now, in the second yeah. game, the second game, he only had three rebounds the whole entire game. And, man, that is the most frustrating thing when I'm watching him play, too. I mean, I'm always watching it with the wife, and I, I point out, like, what is he doing right now? Like, he, he is underneath the rim. He's His feet are, like, right on the out-of-bounds line. He's underneath the backboard. He's not in place to get a rebound. What is he doing? He just watches the ball. He doesn't try to get in front of the defenders. And 
that hurts us when we start missing shots. You know, he's not there to rebound. Yeah, he is a pretty bad rebounder. He he's a great offensive uh, scorer. He could he could hit a lot of different shots from a lot of different ranges. Mm-hmm. His defense has improved a lot, but I agree he he does not get himself in a good position. He it's almost like he's afraid to get in with those guys sometimes, and that right. certainly frustrating as a, as a Suns fan. Yeah, but going along with what you said, yeah, offensively you can barely stop him. I mean, there there are some times where. I, I always get scared when he starts putting the ball on the ground or when he starts bringing it below his waist because it always seems to get knocked out of the way. But when he keeps it high and when he just shoots it right away, it goes in. And I swear, it's like I think he's like 70% shooting when he just put it, puts it up real fast. Yeah, he, he's those high percentage shots, he gets a high percentage of those. So yeah. I don't know what list you pulled up, but the list I'm looking at, he, they have him as number five. Uh, three with Bingo Bear, four being Bam for Miami. And uh, they have DA as number five on that list. So yeah. they have him ahead of Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Jarrett Allen from Cleveland. Uh, so I I think he's probably borderline top five. Yeah, um, I, I don't. I would put him like at five or or six. Like he's like right there. Yeah. So here's the question for you on the Phoenix Suns: Is there a better center that they could pick up if they decide not to re-sign DeAndre? So DeAndre will be. Let me first back up a little bit. DeAndre's going to be a restricted free agent. That means he can go out and get an offer sheet from another team, and the Suns can then either match it or say, hey, good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to think they recognize that they need to match it because I don't know who you're getting that's going to be better than DeAndre uh, next season. Right. Do you by any chance happen to have a list of who's like the restricted free agents that are going to be available of centers? Because when it comes to... Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to replace him, but... I, I kind of I don't know if I want the Suns to keep him. I I do like the fact that he's he's just been on our team for a long time. He helped bring us up to the championship level. But I want to I don't know if there's someone else there that's out there that's a free agent that could maybe rebound the ball better and maybe is <laughs> is just as good offensively because he yeah he's good offensively but defensively and rebounding is something that centers do and I I think there's some centers out there that could do it better than him. So I'm looking at the list, and um, let me read you off some of these names, Roddy, and see see how much you want them on your team. Yeah, Serge Serge Ibaka, I love him. <laughs> Javale McGee, Robin Lopez. We're going to talk about Javale McGee in just a second. Okay, Robin Lopez, Dwight Howard. I mean, no, <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. You know what's crazy? I, I didn't realize this until I'm seeing the list now. All three of Phoenix's centers are going to be free agents. So we didn't wow. mention Biz- Biombo. Bismack Biombo. Yeah. Uh, he's also going to be an unrestricted, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. JaVale McGee is an unrestricted free agent, whereas DeAndre will be a restricted. So we could potentially lose all of our centers. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's rough. I, I really like McGee though. Like I, there's, I don't see but anything. He's not a starter that, though. He, but I think he could be right up with Aiton. You don't think so? Ah, uh, no. There's also a 11-year age gap between those guys. Right. If you're trying to keep your championship window open, you need a top five center. Mm-hmm. And DeAndre is a top five center that you could potentially have control of. So I think you got to resign him. I don't know if he's worth the max contract that he's going to certainly get an offer sheet for. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's a lot of teams that could, could use a top five center. Uh, so I... If the Suns re-sign him, I think we're going to be where we are this year, next year. We're going to be in the playoffs. We're going to hopefully make another deep run. 
if they don't re-sign him, they're they're going to be out in the first round if they make the playoffs at all. Yeah. I wouldn't re-sign him on a max contract. I would leave it open for him to improve because he has some room to improve. He needs to improve his rebounding. Um, Just like you said earlier, he's, he's not that much of a creator. He doesn't really pass that well. And like I said, he just he gets the ball taken away from him. You don't need to do any of that. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, how many turnovers did Chris Paul have in the last game? Turnovers happen. He, he could get sloppy sometimes. He could get in the foul trouble sometimes. He's absolutely not the best center in the NBA. And I don't think we need him to be the best center in the NBA. But you need a solid center. And I, there's no one else available. So I, if I'm the Phoenix Suns ownership, who traditionally is pretty cheap, uh, you have to decide, do you want to pay the luxury tax or do you want to win a championship? Well, okay, well, here's the thing about turnovers, too. It might say he has zero turnovers, but that's partly because when the ball is passed to him, he can't grab the ball to where it would count for him to be a turnover. It's always, uh, it counts for whoever passed him the ball as a turnover, too. Sure. Yeah, I I think you need him. So we're talking about championship windows. To keep that window open, you need a top five center or power forward. Um, I don't know which power forwards are available, but there's no center that's going to be a free agent that's going to that's going to help your team. Yeah, so uh, sign him if and you can get us top and make him improve his rebounding. Give him a really good rebounding coach. PJ Tucker is a power forward that's going to be available. Uh, maybe not. He has a player option, so he might choose to stay there. So, yeah, um, I think it, Lamarcus Aldridge potentially, but I. I don't want that. Well, here, like, so, so you, and if you're, you, you saw Valanchunas work him over on the rebounds on the boards. Absolutely. And then, yeah. like, think about how he's going to play against, um, you know, Giannis. If we if we rematch that championship game, he's going to get out-rebounded by him, too. So we just we just need someone to rebound. And he's not that player or, right now. Or we need uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker and all those guys that just not miss any shots. Yeah. That would help, too. <laughs> I don't know if that's easier, but... In that first half when I said he had one rebound, there was five other players on the Suns on the Suns team that had three rebounds or more. Just yeah. eight well, he, wasn't he there. Got into foul trouble. He got into foul trouble, I believe, that game. Yeah, and I, 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 I say that right. like I know. He gets into foul trouble a lot. Yeah, that's true. That's because we're the Suns, uh, ho- though. The uh, refs just hate Valent- us. Valentunas. Valentunas. Valentunas is number nine on this list of, of top centers in the NBA. So he's... Yeah. He's right up there. I, I would, I would take him on the team. I don't have a problem with him. I think he's a great, a great center as well. But you need a great center if you want to continue to compete, especially in the West where mm-hmm. we're just loaded. Got Devin Booker. Chris Paul's not getting any younger. Uh, I think you're going to see a decline. Uh, so you need, you need somebody else. You need a third piece. And I think Devin Booker's it. Oh, I'm sorry. I think DeAndre Ayton is that piece. Yeah. Yeah. He is young and I think he has time to develop. So. I kind of would want to re-sign him just for that, you know. Like he's he's still and it's, can learn. it's going to be a max contract. I mean, that's the only way he, I think he he stays here is he's going to get a, an offer sheet for max contract. Yeah, see with that, then just, just let center. him go. We can save the money and we could get a player that can rebound. <laughs> we could get Valachunas. <laughs> <laughs> not this year. Yeah, not this year. Um, you know, we could get a player just like him. Well, that's the problem, right? Chris Paul's window is closing. He's going mm-hmm. to retire possibly at the end of his contract, which runs through twenty four, uh, two thousand twenty four to two thousand twenty five. At that point, he might be he might be done. He might be calling it a career. So that's really three additional seasons. You only have Devin Booker for two additional seasons after this. Obviously, they're going to try to extend him. But if you want to win a championship, this is the time to do it. Now, in the next three years, 
mm-hmm. is is the window there, and you need DeAndre or a comparable center slash power forward uh, to do that. Yeah. Luca, All right, JaVale McGee, wait, another Luke, center. Oh, I just want to go real, okay. real quick. No, Luca, no, go ahead. Luca had 12 rebounds in a game. So, come on, Aiden. <laughs> like, you can't put a body <laughs> on him. Yeah, stupid. Go ahead. JaVale McGee, another person. He's, he's, uh, he's under contract for just this season. He becomes an unrestricted free agent. Uh, I like JaVale McGee. I, I think you probably like him more than I do. I think he's a great piece. He gives you depth off the bench. Mm-hmm. He gives you that veteran leadership off the bench. You don't necessarily need him. You need someone like him. And I think that's a lot easier to find in free agency uh, than potentially re-signing him. He is so aggressive. I just, I love his gameplay. He's, he hustles for the ball, you know? So when I when the ball falls off the rim, he goes to get it. He doesn't just watch it. And it's just yeah. a, a world of difference when I see him on a floor compared to Aiton. It doesn't really show necessarily in the stats because he doesn't get that m- many minutes and he's not, he doesn't have that many rebounds, but... I, I see it on the floor. Like he, he's doing everything right out there. So I, I would like to see him again on the Suns next year. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's a good piece. And I, I think, you know, he's 34 years old. So he's definitely on the back nine of his career. Uh, if this team makes it deep in the playoffs, maybe you give him a discount because you, you want to stay on a winning team. Mm-hmm. I would say out of all the free agents, he's one of the best signings of the year. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I'm trying to see what kind of contract did he sign when he came here. So he signed a one-year, five million dollar contract. So, you know, you never know. Maybe he he's going to try to to parlay that into a, a bigger contract with a different team, or maybe he's happy here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully he stays. But even if he wants to get paid more money, I think he deserves it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So that's the Phoenix Suns. They lose. They're losing all three of their centers. <laughs> uh, the two big ones being Aiton and McGee. So they they need to do something. I don't think there is going to be, and I haven't followed college basketball a whole lot, there's not a difference maker center, uh, I believe, in this draft, especially one that can come in and, and contribute right away the way the way that Aiton is today. Now, Aiton didn't contribute right away either. Uh, and that's okay. You develop him, and, and they have developed him. So they need a center Yeah. Uh, if they want to keep that window open. But hey, we, we're working Dallas over too, so <laughs> that's all I care about. We're 2-0 right yeah. now, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. They are the second seed, and um, they they are also losing two people. Oh, okay. Let's let's play that game again. Who is the highest paid person on the Memphis Grizzlies? If you had to mm. guess, I would have guessed wrong. So I mean, no, no shame it's, in that. It's not Morant because he's he's brand no, new. He's, he's on his rookie deal. Yep. I will guess Jackson, Jaron Jackson. Oh, it's a good guess. He is not. It is Steven Adams. Oh, okay. I see. I should have said him first. Every time I, I think of someone, I, I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> it's always him. the big guys. Yeah. yeah, he's he's the center, the starting center for the Memphis Grizzlies. And um, I forgot he's hurt. Yeah, he's, so I, yeah, I kind of skipped over. Yeah, him. out of sight, out of mind. Yep. I went with the other center. So they're losing uh, Kyle Anderson. They're losing Ty Jones. And that is it. Everyone else is returning. So uh, I think their window is is still going to be open. Kyle Anderson, let me pull up his info real quick. You know, the Grizzlies kind of remind me of the Suns a few years ago. Remember when, you know, Booker, yeah. he was just alone. Like, he, he didn't really have much help. He was just the superstar on the team. And that's like John Morant right now. Like, he, he's a superstar. He's going to attract really good players to that team because he's playing so well. And the other players are going to play want to play with him. So expect this team to, to get better over the years. 
I think so. I think them and the Pelicans are sort of in that same boat is that mm-hmm. their young players are going to get good. They're going to get better and they're going to be, they're going to be sticking around for a bit. Yep. Yeah. The Pelicans uh, was like the can... bubble suns. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Uh, Dylan Brooks under contract, two years. John Morant, two years. Jared Jackson looks like he has a five year deal. So they, they got their guys locked up for, for a decent amount of time. So after next season, after the 2022, 2023 season, a lot of players come off the books. So they, they definitely need to keep some of them or, or get some newer guys in. So yeah, mm-hmm. they're a young team. Yeah. And it's hard for me to even nail down what this team needs. Like what, what do they, what is their key piece that they're missing? I, it's, it's hard for me to say because all I see is Morant when he plays, you know, I don't, I don't see yeah. any other players like get the ball or anything. So maybe, maybe Morant just needs to open his, his players up, you know, and like pass the ball more and just kind of become a, a team player. I don't, I don't want him to end up like uh what's his name from Re- Russell Westbrook. I don't want him to end Russell up like Westbrook, that. Russell Westbrook who the one man circus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think what this team needs is some, some veteran leadership. You know, you have the, the Crowders, you have the McGee's on the Suns. You don't have that. The oldest player on this team is 28 years old. Um, you don't have that person that's telling Ja, hey, get the other guys involved more. Mm-hmm. Or Dylan Brooks, don't do that foul that's going to get you ejected and suspended. Right. Um, you kind of, you kind of need that sometimes that, that old wise voice in the locker room, even if they're not playing a whole lot of minutes, just to, to keep guys in check. I think that is what they're missing is, is that leadership. Yeah. What do you think about Dylan Brooks? Do you think he did it on purpose or or no? I don't think he did it on purpose. I think I I think you see fouls a lot harder than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one just that he happened to land, but anytime you go up in the air and hit somebody hard like that, there's there's the potential for injury coming down. Yeah, um, that was a weird one. To I don't me. think it was dirty. I just don't think it was necessary. Right. I didn't really see him jump up in the air. He just kind of like brought his arm across and it caught him in the head. So yeah, it's kind of hard to say if it was on purpose or not. Um, I don't understand why this day and age, how come people don't, how come the players don't talk about it? Um, how come he doesn't like send a tweet up just being like, hey, sorry for, for yeah. like Gary Payton, you know, how come he doesn't apologize? Is that because like they, know. do they, does that benefit the team at all by like having him be the bad guy? Because like next time he's on a floor, like Golden State is going to probably try to go after him somehow. And like, let's say Draymond Green, you know, hits him somehow, you know, just like nudges him in a wrong way and then, he gets ejected because of it. Is, is that maybe why they don't talk about it like that? They don't apologize because they, they want him to be the bad guy? I mean, you see it sometimes, but yeah, I think you're right. More often than not, they don't. I have no idea. I don't know why it's so hard to just to do that. Be like, hey, man, was it intentional? Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't know. Maybe hear, maybe they're advised by the team not to do that. I, yeah. That's a good, that's all, a good question. All these broadcasters are, you know, they're trying to, they're making their assumptions like, was it on purpose? Was it not? Well, how come he doesn't just come out and be like, yeah. hey, sorry, that wasn't on purpose? And then we would just be done with it. They do the same thing in baseball sometimes. You know, where they're obviously throwing at a guy. And then they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, it just slipped. It's like, dude, come on. Right. And I wonder if there's additional – I mean, if it's on purpose, you're probably not going to say, no, I did it on purpose because then you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Probably going to get suspended and fined. And that what, that but, made me think of that too. I when, don't know. Like, let's say if he did apologize, how many people are going to believe him anyways? Like, it's just going to be like, whatever. No, he's just saying that just to – say it you know because yeah to. just the the pr press release like i'm sorry for my actions yeah so blah, maybe blah, that's blah. why yeah. they're like whatever it doesn't matter you don't have to apologize it doesn't anything. sound it's, genuine it's yeah and very interesting to me though yeah i i feel like i would i would do that I'd be like oh man that sucks yeah 
I'd be like, sorry. hey, bro, sorry. I, I totally did not mean to hurt your, your career and everything and break your arm. I'm so yeah. sorry, man. I was just going for the yeah. ball and I just, I got stupid with it. You know, sorry. I shouldn't have hit you in the air. So let's jump to the Golden State Warriors. It's, that's the team we sort of just naturally went to. Uh, Gary Payton Jr. is a free agent. Gary Payton the second, I apologize. He's a free agent at the end of this year. So that legitimately could potentially damage his, his ability to get signed next year. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he heals up real fast. Some, some players heal real fast and some don't, but, uh, I don't know yeah. the, I haven't researched the extent of his injury. Does it, did it say how bad it was or did you hear like how long he's um, going to be out? Yeah. It said if they make it to the finals, he could potentially return. Good. I mean, that's not good for the Suns if we, <laughs> well, not if we're not in the finals, finals but. <laughs> so we, we talked about Gary Payton a while back, uh, and we were talking about his nicknames and one of his was the glove. So I, I think uh, looking at Gary Payton the second, his nickname is the Mitten and Young Glove, which just <laughs> kind of makes me laugh. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. That's what he was going for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Gary Payton Jr. is is really bounced around a lot. He's not a starter in this league, so he's going to be a, a free agent next year. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you need to resign him. You need somebody like him that can come in and, and get some minutes off the bench for depth, but you don't need Gary Payton. Right, he's a shooting guard guy. on that team where, you know, Steph Curry is a point yeah. guard and you already have a Clay Thompson. He's he's pretty much a shooting guard. He's a really a, a small forward, but he plays like a shooting guard. Yeah, and then you got Poole and Looney and all these other good guys, so it just kind of well, depends Looney on... Is, yeah, Looney is going to be a free agent next year, so uh, this could potentially be his last year. He Is is he someone that you resign, or, or are you eyeing to upgrade at that position? I so he doesn't get that many minutes anymore, but I I think he's a terrific player. So I I would try to sign him. So. Uh, he's he started almost every game this season. So yeah, you're right though. He only he only plays 21 minutes. Yeah, this last this, this game year. I'm looking at it says he played eight minutes last game. Oh wow. So yeah, I don't know what's going. That was on May third when that came. But yeah, very interesting that he's he doesn't play that many more minutes anymore. But uh, I don't maybe it was just the matchups that game. I'm not sure exactly. But he's not a, he's a player, I always look at it like this. Do you want to play against him? Because if you don't, you got to keep him. I don't want to play against him. Yeah. So the Golden State Warriors had the highest salary in the NBA mm -hmm. uh, this year. And it, their, their salary next year is just slightly smaller, but they're losing a bunch of guys. So it's going to go up. It's going to be the highest in the NBA again, unless the Nets go crazy. Uh, so that... Probably plays into it at some point. Yeah. yeah you there's a team. Go ahead. There's team options for uh, James Wiseman, who I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's. I don't Big even ticket. see him on the list. That's his name. He. Yeah, he. Oh, he's, he's injured. That's why. He's another center. He's played no games this year. Yeah, it looks like he's injured. So he becomes a team option player. I don't know. That might be. That's another center, though. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be. That's another reason why DeAndre is going to get the max contract because there's so many centers that are just mediocre. He's going to be an upgrade almost over anybody. So yeah. And Aiden, yeah. he he's younger, so he has potential to you know stay healthy for longevity. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Iguodala is on this team on Golden State too, but uh, he's yeah he's, he's injured. He's a free agent this year. Yeah. And, he, he, and he's 38 years old. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be done now. He's just, you get to that point <laughs> where he's just, 
yeah, he's he's an amazing player. I'm gonna miss seeing him play, but I mean, he he has he has a left cervical and then disc injury, so he's done. <laughs> I mean, he's got to be done now. He has had a very long career, uh, but yeah, he has not started any games this year. He's only played 31 games, 19 minutes a game average. Mm-hmm. But you you need someone like him. Yep. To come in and give you that depth, but you don't need him necessarily. Yeah, that's probably what they were hoping for with Wiseman. If he's a if he's a center too. Yeah. Uh Jordan Poole has a team option. I can't imagine they don't pick up that option. He has just had such an amazing year and it's just looks so good playing alongside those superstars. Yeah, you have to try to keep him. He he is becoming a superstar. He is right up with these guys, so it's going to be hard to keep him because there's salary cap. But let's see what they can do. Well, next year, next year his salary is four million dollars with the team option. That's cheap comparatively. Nice. So whether or not you can keep him, um, or you start to have to make some decisions. So the top let's play the game. What are, who are the top four paid players this year on the uh, the Warriors? It's, All four of them are over $20 million. <laughs> yeah, it's Jamon Green, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and uh, is is it Iguodala? No, it's Andrew Wiggins. Oh, it is Wiggins. Okay. So he is uh, he's the fourth highest paid player on the Warriors. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he's making more than uh, Draymond Green. Wow. Wow. I wonder why they like him so much. So, next year... Uh, Curry is going to be $48 million. Clay Thompson is going to be $40 million. Wiggins is going to be 33 And Green is going to be 25 So See, that right there is a lot of money for those four guys. Yeah. I guess maybe Wiggins just falls through the cracks with me because these other players, you know, like Jamon and Thompson and Curry, you know, they just, they're yeah. so good. Well, I think Wiggins is also 27. So he could be the future of your team as, as these guys start to get older and, you know, you need that next superstar level. Yep. So maybe it's Poole and Wiggins are the are the next version of the, the Warriors. Out of these guys that are available, would you want any of them to become a son? Um Like I, I no. would I would like Looney. <laughs> no, really? I mean Looney you would like Looney over DA? Mm, I mean Looney's gonna be cheaper than DA. Yeah. So maybe maybe there's something to that. Right. That's exactly what I was gonna say. You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, I just, I just think you need. No, I, I would take DA over Looney. Yeah, even, I mean, even if he's a third of the price, I still would too, but not by much. I mean, if you could save some money, then I could. You could probably develop Looney and just have the have a DA. You know, have someone that can rebound. Yeah, it's just is, I is hate older. DA's rebounding so much. He signed a three-year contract in 2019 so yeah this is his last year of the contract they'll probably re-sign him yeah 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 they're that's an expensive team um i they, they like i said the highest salary in basketball this year was the golden state warriors probably be again next year they're not really losing anybody that's like a there's no big expiring contract like you've seen in years past uh everyone's gonna be back next year so their championship window is is wide open as long as those guys can stay healthy, and we saw what happens when they're not healthy, right? That was the Warriors last year, didn't have a really good healthy year, and you know, kind of floundered in the uh, playing games. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, the fourth seed in the Western Conference is the Dallas Mavericks. And the Dallas Mavericks literally have everybody except for Jalen Brunson coming back. Nice. So, yeah, I'd say their window is open. They have some injuries this year that are certainly going to hinder them uh, going forward in this playoff. The biggest being Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, he's back next year. He's healthy. This team is going to be better. Yeah. You just got to try to keep a team together that's made the playoffs. You know, I mean, you, you guys could just put one more piece in there. You just work one more player in there, um, just like the Suns so what's did. The piece, what's the piece that they need? So, uh, again, assuming Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to come back, what's the piece that the Dallas Mavericks need? All right, so looking at their previous game against the Suns, um, you, you want to, I'm looking at points right now with their center, Powell. He only had four points. And then Finney Smith, their power forward, only had two points. So... Maybe that's where they're lacking. I don't see any other stats that would make these guys beneficial. So Powell had so, zero rebounds, zero assists. And then Finney Smith had one rebound, one assist. So probably lacking there. So they there. need to upgrade. Yeah. Upgraded the, uh, on the big front. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jalen Brunson, expiring contract. Do you bring him back? Yes. Yeah, he... Yeah, I'm shocked that they, they don't have him re-signed already right uh, he's he's been instrumental to that team yeah he's a second leading scorer in that team so absolutely you got to bring it back you got to have someone for luca to pass to and he's he's their man right now what's crazy to me is this year luca is the fifth highest paid player on the uh the mavericks what year is he in i, I forget if it, this is his second year or third this is his i'm gonna say fourth year is it really already Jeez. let's see I couldn't remember if he got signed or if he got drafted 20, last year or if it was two years ago. He was he signed his his rookie contract in twenty eighteen, so I was wrong. This is his okay. fourth. So year. I'm way off then. So they picked up his fifth year option. So this is the last year of his rookie contract. So that's why he's only making ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Next year he gets quite the pay raise to thirty five million dollars. Oh yeah. Uh pay the man. It peaks it peaks in two thousand twenty six where he's making forty seven million dollars. Yeah. Almost all of it's guaranteed. Actually, I think 100% of it's guaranteed. So, uh, yeah, he's they're they're paying him big bucks to keep him around, and that's it's been sort of interesting how you know they had Dirk for so long as the face of the franchise, and mm-hmm. then they very quickly transitioned to Luca and uh, are having immediate success with him as, as sort of the focus point of that team. And you, I mean, looking at his points right away, you're like he deserves it. But then I look at his turnovers. He had seven turnovers last game, so. Oh, he he struggled last game. <laughs> yeah. It was fun, but that was just one game too. But uh, yeah, it's if he if that's how you're going to play in the playoffs, do you really deserve that big of a contract then? I I think he's 23 years old. I think they need a strong. You know, I think Chris Paul coming to the Suns developed Devin Booker infinitely more uh, quickly than he would have been without him. Mm-hmm. I think you need somebody like that on this team for Luka. You see, both in this series, the Sun series, and in the Utah series, fans are just getting in his head. Yeah. And he's responding to them, and he's just... You can't do that. You can't let them get to you, and they're 100% getting to him. And I think the Suns knew that, and that's why they were targeting him as like, hey, we're going to switch off so Luka has to play defense, and he just he can't do it. So they exposed him. The fans have exposed him. Yeah. They need somebody to, to kind of help him on the mental side of basketball. On the yeah. actual basketball ability, absolutely fantastic. Uh, defense is sus, but every he's a natural scorer. 
Yeah, and I will say this too. Like he always has a ball, so naturally, when you have more minutes with the ball, you're gonna probably have more opportunities to turn it over. But at the same yeah. time, when I look at someone like so Chris Paul, for example, his first game against the Mavs, he had one turnover. At the second game, he had three turnovers. Um, and and Luca's first game against the Sun, he had five turnovers. So he's obviously turning over more compared to some other players in the league, you know. So yeah, you just you know to Luca's defense. Mm-hmm. He, they're down in those games, so you're you're having to take risks that you probably wouldn't normally take. Yeah, uh, but they're down because they have nobody else that can score the ball. So right. he's having to take so much. He's the team is on his back, and that's that's not really fair to him. Yeah. Uh, they need you know if Tim Hardaway Jr. was back uh, and healthy, that that certainly helps. But yeah, th- this series is not going to end well for yeah, them. Yeah, maybe it shows how good the Suns' defense is, or maybe it shows how much Luca is trying to get his team involved, but it's just not working out. Yeah, and the Suns have so many different players that can guard Luka, and I think that also uh, hinders him because he can't get comfortable knowing, okay, Mikel Bridges is always going to do X, Y, Z, or Chris Paul, I-, I can beat him if I go left. They're just switching off on him, and those guys, I think they said like, it's like seven different players that guarded him yep. uh, in that second game. And that's what they were saying in their broadcast too. They didn't, didn't want him to be comfortable. They just wanted to always change it up and always have someone different on, on him. And, and yeah, it definitely yeah. worked. Great. That's a great coaching uh, by uh, Monty Williams. Another reason why I think he should be coach of the year. Yeah. Can we talk about how bad the broadcast team is for those first two games? I hate it. Yeah. So, so here, um, for those of you who don't know, we have Bally's, uh, Bally Sports. And they always show the, you know, from the, it's the Phoenix Suns broadcasters, you know. So we're, we get used to that. And then the playoffs start. And then we have to watch on TNT. And the announcers yeah. always love on the opposing team of the Suns. They love Dallas. And they, yeah, and it's just so frustrating hearing it. And you just kind of get used to all of our son's announcers. You know, they're like, what's up with these, uh, you know, <laughs> those refs, you know, calling these bad calls. And then you go to TNT and they're just like, these son's players, like, <laughs> it's just like, it's total opposite and I hate it. Reggie Miller is just absolutely head over heels in love with <laughs> Luca, And right. it, he doesn't even try to hide it. Yeah. It just be like, he hits a shot. It's like, oh, you can't guard Luca. He's so good. And <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, what game are you watching? Right. It, it's... Yeah, he's gonna score points, but he's no stop. Yeah, it, it always gets to me, and I, I just I want to mute it. And then here's I I want to put this out there, and if someone could make this, please make it. I want to someone to make an app where I could listen to any broadcaster. I want to be able to listen to like a radio broadcast and sync it up to my TV, so I could hear oh, Al cool. McCoy announcing the game yeah oh i would just that would be perfect i would that would be cool. i used to do that for for football uh when i would watch it i'd put it on the radio but it was yep. so badly out of sync that it was just like ah yeah i gotta find something else well, this is gonna work i'll just mute it see back in the day like on, when i was on U, upm 45 or whatever it was back in the day when i was 10 years old it was synced up perfectly the radio and the tv were just analog oh, nice. you know yeah and now yeah, that's all digital that's i'm watching on this app and the app is like a minute behind so so like when you text yeah. me you know like Booker made that last three, so you won your butt. I'm like, okay, well, now I get to watch it in a minute after my, my oh, app catches up. Oh, I'm so up. sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I always flip my phone over in the last two minutes of the game so because yeah. someone always spoils it for me. So <laughs> I didn't think about that. No, it's I, okay. I just assumed you were watching it live. I didn't think there would be that big of a delay. Yeah, we were up but by yeah, so they, much. It just, didn't matter. Yeah, at that point, it was just so bad. And, and you know, I, like, I think Reggie Miller does a pretty good job most of the time, but – he just starts talking about his love for Luca, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's gushingly bad. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's funny that the you mentioned that bothered too, me because uh, oh, my, my yeah, go ahead. Sorry. some of the I have, I'm in a group chat with some friends and they were saying the exact same thing. They're like, we hate these broadcasters, you know, just always on the sides with the bands. And yeah, listen to Larry yeah. Miller, like just gush over him. The the other thing that's bothered me during this playoffs, it's like I, I think I posted this on Twitter. It's like they just learned the word masterclass, and they're just going <laughs> to yeah. use that whenever they can. It's like Chris Paul is teaching a masterclass, and it's just like oh, no, <laughs> he's been that. doing this his whole career in the NBA. Right? It's not new. When, <laughs> it's it's just like they found a new buzzword, and they just want to insert it whenever they can. Right? It just I don't know if they hear it on me. ESPN or you know maybe some big player says a word, and then all the other players start using it, and it drives me yeah. crazy. I noticed that too. What's what's that word that they always say right now? Um, they've been saying it for a few years now, but it just it hasn't gone away. Um, um, actually, recently it's been trials and tribulations. They started saying that a lot. Our team's been going yeah. through trials yeah, and tribulations, yeah. so that's a new one right now. But what's the <laughs> one that they? I think it starts with the letter A. I can't think of it right now. But it's like whenever we go, our team went through a lot of blah blah blah. What's that word? I can't think of it right now. I'll think of it later on. But oh, this is this is good stuff, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I don't I can't even think of it, but uh, I hear yeah no from they, they pick up on something and they're just like oh we're just gonna kick this dead horse um, mm-hmm. and I can't stand it and that's what they're doing and I think that's just because you know like Reggie Miller knows basketball uh, he should he should know better than that <laughs> right God I, that word's gonna drive me crazy I'm gonna try looking it up <laughs> but go ahead <laughs> bring us to the next uh, part sure well that's that's the last team that's the final four in the western conference playoffs right now so knowing what we just talked about what are the what are the seedings look like next year uh in the in the playoffs in the western conference Man. you know suns are one memphis is two golden state three dallas is four does it stay the same what changes yeah there i mean that's hard to say right off the bat because there's so many players that need to stay on these teams or and then you look at all these trades that could happen, all these available free agents. I, I sure, sure. How are you gonna know that? I mean, I, I, I can only say <laughs> that it's gonna stay the same. Well, you know? Yeah. Let's 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 spell it out. Let's do it for this year, and we'll look at this year, and we'll we'll, we'll just kind of come up with our guess, and we'll it'll be fun to kind of compare. It. So this year, the number one seed was Phoenix, number two was Memphis, number three was Golden State, four was Dallas, five. You're gonna have to help me out here, Ronnie. Was that Utah? Yes, I believe it was. I'll look it up real quick. But yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure you're right. Six, six, I believe, was Denver. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Uh, seven was the Timberwolves. And eight was New Orleans Pelicans with uh, the Clippers and the Spurs in the play-in game. Yes, yeah, you nailed it. You had everything exact- nice. exactly right. Nice. Um, uh, so let's just kind of do... Up, down, stays the same. It doesn't have to be super scientific. So Phoenix, they're the number one seed. They only can go down. They yeah. can't improve any. And I think they probably will. I don't think they'll be the number one seed next year. Um, I don't think they'll fall out of the top four. But it's going to be tough. And some of it depends on what happens. If they win the championship this year, I could see them being a little lax starting the season. Um, and then climbing out of the hole. So okay. that's my opinion. They're going to drop a little bit. Well, instead of going like that, so what... Which out of these teams do you think would be number one? What is there a particular team that you think ha- is just like one thing off of being the number one team that that could knock the Suns off? Oh, that's off? fair. Yeah. Um, because like looking at that way, it's yeah, not, that's like tough. The Memphis Grizzlies were number two. I think they could easily become number one because, like I said, John Morant is going to attract probably that that one player that they need. 
to just put him over the edge next year and become number one. I, I definitely think I think that's kind of okay an easy guess because so they're already number that, two. I think yeah, I think Memphis is going to drop. I don't think they're going to be in the top mm. four next year. No, I, I think they'll be even better. I think they caught lightning in a bottle this year, and they have played really, really well. I don't think that they'll be able to do that next year. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That'll be fun. I'll it's tell you. I'll tell you. Think the team that's going to fall the worst, and that's the Utah Jazz because they're yeah. just the way they lost, and they've they've been together for a long time. They're not going to be able to keep these good players together, even though I think they should stick together. I think that's also a team that's just missing that one thing. But because they haven't. They they've lost so many times in the playoffs now. They're just kind of done with each other, you know. They just want they're to go their separate floundering. ways. Yeah, yeah. They haven't really put anything together that makes you think that we could just add one more piece and, and keep building on this. Right. Uh, I think you're right. They're gonna. We haven't talked about them. Who they're losing. Uh, we'll do that in a future podcast. But I agree with you. They're they're not. They're on the decline. Yeah. Uh, their window is is closing if it's not already closed. Yep. Exactly. Out of these four, though, so we 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 skipped over. Yeah, yeah. So sorry. I have Memphis. I have both Memphis and Phoenix going down. But you have let me label this unscientifically. So you think Phoenix is going to stay the same or drop? I think they will stay the same because they still have Booker, okay. and people are going to want to still play with Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul is going to sign for one more year, I believe. And then, uh, no, Chris Paul is under contract through twenty. Uh, do 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 to twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, see, people are so gonna they have, have three more years of Chris Paul. It's kind of like Brady, you know. Any team that Brady goes on, he he brings people with him, and I think that's kind of like Chris Paul. But then you also have Booker, who's who's on the team right now. So people are gonna want to yeah. play I, with these guys right now because they know that how good they are. So you mentioned Brady, and I the reason I disagree with you on that is I, I do think people are gonna come and play with Chris Paul because he he is so good. But Brady has actually won championships. Chris Paul, mm-hmm. he's not he doesn't have that history, so it's not like hey, he's a championship maker. He's yeah. just a guy that's pretty good that people tend to like playing with, but I don't I don't think that I, I think people are gonna take money over playing with Chris Paul at this point. Okay, so I think the reason that he hasn't won the championship is because the teams that he's been on have haven't been that great. I think he's made the players on those teams a lot better than sure. they were because of, of how good of a point guard he is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, that was the Steve Nash effect, right? He made everyone around him better. Yeah. Uh, especially in his prime. And I, I think Chris Paul is, is like that. So, yeah. Oh, okay. So you think they're going to stay the same? You think Memphis is going to stay about the same as well? Yeah, I think Memphis will go up. They'll probably beat the Suns next year. I just kind of have a feeling. I okay. think that tends to happen with, with number one teams. They they work all hard the whole entire year. And then the next year, it's just like... yeah. Hey, we're pretty it's, good. It's let's tough. let's just stay healthy. We're gonna make the playoffs. So let's just be like number two or three seed, whatever. We don't need to be the best like we were last year. But Memphis is gonna be motivated. I think they'll try to go for that number one okay. spot. Golden State Warriors, I think, will drop hard because they're just getting older and they're not really that motivated anymore. And I I just I don't know how to explain that, but I just that's just kind of a feeling. I don't think they're gonna play as hard next year, and I think. I don't think they're good at that good of a team anymore. They they kind of have some holes in their team. I think they're going to stay about the same. I think they're still going to be in the top three or four teams. Uh, I do kind of agree with you. Is you know they've been together for so long that sometimes that you need some fresh blood in there. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to start getting infighting and Draymond Green being so volatile. 
Yeah. Uh, he could snap at any moment and, yeah. and demand a trade and, and want off and kind of kill that team chemistry in that locker room. So yeah. Or maybe they yeah, don't, I don't I, maybe they don't have holes right now, like in the playoffs, but they will after this year because of their salary caps. They just there's too many people to pay, so yeah. they're gonna have to get rid of some people and it's gonna create holes and they're gonna drop a little bit. The owner the owner's been fine paying the salary cap. He doesn't have any issues with it. So yeah. as long as he's still willing to write those checks, I think there's still gonna be fantastic and now if he comes back and says okay tighten it up we gotta we gotta get we gotta get under the cap uh you're gonna have to see a max exodus to allow that to happen yeah i just i see mavericks beating them really like when i look at all four of these teams mavericks will move above warriors grizzlies will move above suns and as far as mavericks versus suns i i think the suns will stay above mavericks though so i think okay, it'll so be, you have the mavericks moving up yeah so my order goes grizzlies first suns second then Mavericks and Warriors out of those four teams. Okay. I think Dallas will improve as well, especially with Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back and if they can stay mm-hmm. healthy. Uh, I think they have a lot of young guys on that team that, that are going to be good uh, with the right leadership and the right coaching. Utah, we talked about already. We both think they're going to kind of fall apart. Yeah. Uh, number six was Denver. I have no idea yeah. because they looked so lost at times during this playoff run. And they just are leaning on uh, Jokic so much that it's it's not going to work out. I mean, you see that happening with Dallas right now. You need more options. Right. And we talked about it before, that, that one player, uh, he's always been hurt every single year when they, they've been in the playoffs so far. Uh, what What is yeah. his name? I always forget his name. It starts with an M, I think, right? I have no idea. I can look it up real quick. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up, and he's not on my list for some reason. It's probably because he's hurt. Uh, Jamal Murray. Yeah, Murray. I can never remember his name, but yeah, he he's just always hurt. But he's such a good player. So if if he was playing, then this team would move up. But I think they're just yeah, going to stay at number six. Honestly, torn ACL uh, the summer of twenty twenty one. Yeah, and out for the rest of the year. And even when he comes back, how much better will he be? Um, it's it's you're always careful after a knee injury, so. Um, but then again, there's been some players that, that like uh, Russell Westbrook, he's a good example of a you know coming back after a knee injury, and he was just as good as he was before. But there's too many yeah. times where I've seen other players come back after knee injuries where they're they're not high flyers anymore, and they they can't do what they used to do. So it just kind of depends. I mean, we saw that with Amari Stoudemire, right? When he had his knee surgery, he wasn't the same player. Yeah, uh, but that's. It's a difference in, in position too, right? Yep. You know, for a guy like Amari as a power forward, you really need that. Yeah. For a point guard, shooting guard like Jamal Murray, eh, maybe it's not as important. He doesn't need to be airborne as much. He just, you know. Yeah, I was kind of thinking of dish. Dwayne Wade and after all of his injuries. and Yeah. Like, how about Derek Rose? he had Rose? multiple knee injuries. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just those are point guards that kind of, after a knee injury, they just kind of lose something. I don't, I don't know what it is, but they, just, they don't have it anymore. Yeah, I mean, comparing Derrick Rose and Dwayne Wade is a little bit unfair because I think Dwayne Wade had so much more longevity. Yeah. But I, I see what you're saying. Um, So you, I have Denver going down. You have Denver going up, down. I, I, the same. I'll just stay the same on them. I don't think they're going to get any enough. better. I don't think they're going to get worse. I think they're just going to always be this team and they're going to end up like Utah eventually breaking up because yeah. they're, there's no, nothing's going to change with them. All right, the Minnesota Timberwolves, your favorite team? Unfortunately, they're going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I have them going down. I think really? this is a one-year wonder. Patrick Beverly is such a toxic person. 
I can't imagine that locker room is like, hey, we're, we're, we're good. We're a good team. No, I, I think this year brought them closer together. I think they're going to work very hard in this offseason. And if they could just get that immaturity level out of them where they're just arrogant about everything, uh, they could be a lot better next year. I mean, they had these 20-point leads. I mean, they, all they yeah. need to do is hold it. They just kind of fall apart because they're like, we're good. And then they're, they're not good. <laughs> All right, different there. This one, I think we're probably going to be the same. New Orleans, they're going to get better. I I don't have any doubt in that. They're going to be a tough team for a lot of years. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they do next year. I was really excited over this. I I hate their name. Can I just say that? I hate their name. <laughs> the Pelicans, come on. I was watching on TV something. About, <laughs> I was watching that. You remember, I texted you earlier about the fantasy show I was watching. So yeah. um, they were talked about this. Um, there was a the beginning of the show they like flick on the lights because they haven't been on like all year long and then he's like they're catching up because they pretend he was sleeping like the whole entire year and he's like what's been going on and he talks about how washington football team changed your team to the commanders and they're like well at least they're not called the pelicans <laughs> so, i thought that was pretty <laughs> funny because i hate that name what's so weird to me is that the pelican oh gosh I'm trying to get this right. The Utah Jazz moved from New Orleans. So, like, the New Orleans Jazz makes sense mm-hmm. as a name. Yeah. Why did Utah keep that? Why did they keep that name when they moved to Utah? Right. I feel like they should have to give it back, and then the New Orleans could become the New Orleans Jazz, and yeah. Utah could be the Utah... I don't know. What do they do in Utah? Well, yeah. So, remember when the Charlotte Hornets now, they, they used to be Charlotte Bobcats because... Charlotte Hornets went somewhere else. I forgot where they went. Um, Maybe it was the Pelicans. Did, was... How did that work out? I don't remember the the, I don't know. the path too, but it became Charlotte Bobcats, and then they went to Charlotte Hornets again. Charlotte Bobcats, or was it? Do I even well, have that right? Sh- when you say it, I think I'm wrong. It doesn't There's sound the right. The original Charlotte Hornets, and then they became the Charlotte Bobcats, and then they changed their name back to the Hornets. Okay, so they so didn't move see. anywhere. Hold on, hold they, it was just their name. Well, maybe no. They they maybe early seasons. Um, because I thought it went. I thought the Hornets, the original Hornets, yes, went to Pelicans. Okay, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so crazy. <laughs> You're right. The Charlotte Hornets moved to New Orleans, okay. and they became the New Orleans Hornets. But then they changed their name to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans. But then they came back shortly after relocation to the team New Orleans. Uh, the NFL opened a replacement, so they then they had an expansion team called the Charlotte Bobcats, mm-hmm. that then became the Sh- Hornets yeah. again. So stupid. And God, don't even get me started on really the Lakers. <laughs> What's the Lakers' name they, history? They, I don't know that one. They, why are they called the Lakers? What what city were they yeah. originally from? Oh, they're probably Michigan? Yeah, or I, Detroit or something? I, they were from, I don't remember, but it's it's some crazy thing. And that was back in the day, but yeah, they, they transferred and they kept their name. Boy, I hope I'm right on that. I hope I'm not just oh, making Minnesota. it up. Oh, <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah, they were Minnesota, land of a thousand lakes. Yeah. So, yeah, they kept their Lakers name, even though they're not the land of a thousand lakes anymore. It's like the Los Angeles Dodgers were the Brooklyn Dodgers originally because mm-hmm. people that would have to dodge trolley cars, like the trolleys <laughs> in old New York. Is that why? They're I... the Brooklyn trolley. Yeah, they were the Brooklyn trolley Dodgers, and they moved to L.A. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that name makes sense. I thought the Dodgers was a military term. Well, it was like draft dodgers, but no, that was it was the Brooklyn Trolley Dodgers, I think was what they were known as. Oh, okay. And then it just became the Brooklyn Dodgers. But yeah, it's why do you, why do you keep the same name if you move? Right. So like remember the, the we probably 
it's a long time ago. The Coyotes moved from Winnipeg. They were the Winnipeg Jets. We didn't call them the Phoenix Jets or the Arizona Jets. Yep. That would have been stupid. <laughs> I'm so glad we renamed our team. Yeah, and we picked I mean, a really a good, good team, name, but... too. Like, Yeah, even though we suck. Yeah, it's perfect for Arizona. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And the jerseys look amazing. Remember that when they went away from the original jerseys and then they, they brought them back now? And they're, they're so good. Oh, the like mosaic sort of looking. Yes, I love those mosaic coyote. jerseys. Yep. Yeah, those are pretty cool. But they went to like the the howling one for a little while in like the two thousand. I like the howling one. It's okay. Yeah, I have some howling. But ones I, in I the like garage. the original one. Whenever I just want teams to stick with the same jerseys, so that way, like the Chicago Cubs, for example, or New York Yankees, they never change, and it just becomes tradition. Yeah. And I love that. But when it comes to, like the Diamondbacks, for example. God, they have so many different jerseys and logos. I just, well, they were purple and teal originally, and then yeah. they went to this desert red. And, and they do it to get do, money. Like, throwback and also games. because yeah. they're always like, hey, it's a new jersey this year. Come buy it. But no, just just stick with one thing. So that way, that way they could, could develop some tradition. Yeah. No, I... Yeah, the Coyotes are going to move. They're not going to be in Phoenix for long, I don't think. Yeah, they're going to Tempe. There was... They had their last game. Well, in no, no, I don't even think they're going to. Yeah, I don't even think they're going to stay in Arizona. Oh, okay. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to relocate. Yeah, they've been struggling else. with that. I'm surprised they've been here as long as they have, honestly. Yeah, me too. Um, anyways, so the Lakers, stupid name for the Los Angeles, doesn't make sense. The Utah Jazz name doesn't make any sense. They shouldn't be called the Jazz. It's that's the New Orleans Jazz. That's what it should have been. Yeah. And the Pelicans. What, what would you name? You can't name them the Jazz because the Jazz are gone. Yeah. What do you name a New Orleans team? I mean, not the Pelicans. <laughs> Are there any bird basketball teams? Because I know there's a lot of bird football teams. The Eagles, the Cardinals, the yeah. Seahawks. Are there are there bird basketball teams? I don't think so. I think there's one, isn't there? Well, the Pelicans. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is there another one? No, there's there not another, another one? one. No. Yeah, I don't I'm looking at the list, I don't see a single one. Interesting. Dude, you, there's that so many weird. cool names, though. I mean, you could take some names from hockey or or football, you know, just plug them in to put, call them the, the New Orleans Eagles, you know. It just, yeah. it, maybe it doesn't flow, but it's so much better than, than the Pelicans. Isn't there like a, a cool fish that you can maybe name it after since you're in New Orleans? Oh, man, there's so many cool fish, yeah, Ronnie. Like, like, you know me, fish. <laughs> Stingrays, <laughs> sharks. No, no, I'm going to Google cool fish name and see what Piranhas. comes up. Piranhas. Cool fish. Oh, these are giving me names for fishes. Bubbles and captain. <laughs> bluegills. <laughs> Even that's better than the pelicans. The New Orleans bluegills. The goldfish. Yeah. New Orleans goldfish. The New Orleans clownfish. New Orleans <laughs> koi fish. <laughs> oh, the New Orleans betas. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, those are fighting fish. Yeah. We got it. That's Those would actually be cool jerseys, though, I bet. Maybe. I don't know. Pelicans are fine. I don't care. Hey, I think it's stupid that Utah Jazz is <laughs> going back to uh, these teams. Though, what do you think about the Lakers? Do you think they're going to improve, or do you think they're going to no? Yeah, really? No, they're screwed. Yeah. Hmm. How are they going to improve? Anthony Davis is going to be hurt again. LeBron James is going to be another year older, and Russell Westbrook is going to have an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Russell Westbrook. He's man. His name is the hardest name to say in the league. I swear to God, I always it, butcher it. It really isn't. I don't know if you're having a stroke Russell or something. <laughs> Westbrook. <laughs> it's it's me talking fast. I just need to slow down when they say his name. But uh, yeah, he's he's gonna have a mental breakdown. I think. I think the Lakers will make the playoffs. I think they'll be in the bottom seeds. It's just because it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, you, I can't imagine them not making the playoffs two years in a row with this uh, team. Yeah. If they were healthy, I think they would have made the playoffs. I I think um, 
Anthony Davis is a much better player than people gave him credit for this year because he's been injured. Yeah, if he's healthy. Anthony Davis is always injured. Though. I know. That's the problem. It doesn't matter how good he is. It doesn't matter how good he is if he's not playing. He's so good, though, when he does play. That's what could get them in the playoffs. Yeah, but he's not playing, Ronnie. That's the problem. Do you remember how many games they all played together? I remember you said it on a previous no. podcast. I think it was like Oh, 10. that was the Warriors. The Warriors only played 11 minutes mm-hmm. all healthy. Okay. I think maybe, maybe it was the Lakers, too. I might have said yeah, something. I, think, I say a lot of things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you said right around 10. They they only played 10 games together. Just okay. all, all of them. Maybe a little uh, bit Clippers, more, but not much. I think the Clippers are going to be better than the Lakers. Oh yeah. shoot! You know what? Maybe not. What is Kawhi's situation? Is he is he still under contract? Oh yeah, you should look that up. But if he is under contract, yeah, definitely they're they're going to make a, a big improvement. Kawhi's the yeah. The he's man. under contract. Paul George is under contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next top two highest paid players are Marcus Morris and Norman Powell. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Marcus Morris yeah. is okay, but. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so they. Sh- I think they'll be better than the Lakers uh, again if they're all healthy. Yeah, who knows? It's so hard to say. Yeah. Uh, so I think they'll go up. If we're gonna Spurs, say well, out of those two, I think the Lakers will beat the Clippers. You think the Lakers will be higher than the Clippers? Yeah, I do. Okay. I mean, t- t- seriously, they should have made the playoffs. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, If they were just okay. healthy, absolutely, they would have been better than the Clippers. If Kawhi was healthy, though. Okay, so if Kawhi was healthy. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Okay, so if Kawhi was healthy, and if you have a healthy Reggie Jackson, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George, that's a tough team. Yeah, if all of the Lakers were healthy and all the Lake uh, the Clippers were healthy, boy, I don't know. Clippers are winning. Yeah, I'll, I'll they're just, winning the seven game series. I'll just, I think so. I'll say the Clippers too, just because you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the Spurs, the last team that made the uh, playing game, finished under five hundred this year. I have no idea what's going to happen with this team. Honestly, I don't. I don't yeah, know much, I think... much about them. They played in, kind of. You know, they made their play-ins, but yeah. they didn't make it. So I don't know. I think they're going to be about the same. They're going to be pretty bad. If, I mean, they were under five hundred this year. I feel like this is one of those teams that the actual NBA loves so I think they're somehow going to get a really good draft pick and make them good again I just don't know if there's anybody in the draft that's going to be the one dude oh, I can't remember his name I watched I watched some of the NCAA tournament where the floor like collapsed on him and he broke his knee or tore a ligament in his knee he, he looked really solid but I, I mean I'm looking at the roster right now I don't really recognize any of these names right. and I, Me neither. I haven't watched a lot of Spurs basketball but even looking at like the numbers, they're not high paid. You know, there's no max contract guys on the team right now, um, and that's that's it's tough. Yeah, they still have Popovich though, and he he's a great coach. I respect him. I don't like him because he beat us so many times, but I respect him. And then I, I don't know, just the the lottery balls and all that stuff just kind of seems to fall the Spurs away. So yeah. I, I just kind of have a feeling that they're gonna something's gonna go their way and. The league's going to make it so they, they come back. When does when does LeBron's James's son enter the NBA? Wasn't that next year? I don't know. I know they were talking about that, Let's and LeBron see. said whatever team his son plays for, he's going to play for. So yeah, I was cause... because of that talk, I kind of <laughs> was expecting it for next year. but uh, He will be eligible for the draft in 2024, so he's got okay. another year. How good so... is his son? Is his son good enough to where he would be drafted high? I don't really know. 
Let's see. Because in that case, and if if let's say LeBron's still playing for the Lakers, then the Lakers could just draft his son, like at one of the one of the last picks. Yeah. And then he is thirty fourth. He's ranked thirty fourth nationally, sixth in combo guard recruits, and fourth in California. He is a four star player. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't expect. So that. he is good. I don't know if he. I mean that thirty fourth nationally. That's probably a first round pick. I think you have the. The name recognition that bumps you up a few spots. What's his son's name? Is it LeBron? It's Bronny. Bronny, that's right. <laughs> Bronny. Bronny James. He must like those and paper towels he, too, huh? Yeah, he loves those paper. Those, that's Bronny with a God. <laughs> gosh, Bronny, not Bronny. It's Bronny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting to have a father son NBA. Is that? You had that baseball with Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. I don't think you've ever had that in basketball. No, this will be the first time that um, it's been on record that they. That's why LeBron wants to do it so bad because this has never happened before. Yeah, and I'm certain he'll be LeBron will be in the league in two years without a doubt. He's gonna. You see his decline already happening, but he'll he'll still be good enough to to be in the NBA. You know, the only reason he declined is because he wasn't playing defense this year. Offensively, he was one of the best scorers in the league. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he was going to win the scoring. I'm a LeBron he hater. was going to win the scoring champion. The what's it called? Scoring title. Yeah, the scoring title. If he just played two more games. All right. Okay. He could still do it, but he just—he's not there defensively. Chose not to. Yep. And that's yeah. why the Lakers did so bad because he—he's got so but, many miles on those legs. Right. Doing the Olympics and then making the deep playoff runs with the Cleveland Cavs and the, the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. He's just played a lot of games. Yeah, I imagine DZ's are like, nah, we're not playing defense today. Yeah, I think his players kind of expected him to, you know, go swipe those balls like he used to, you know, and, yeah. and he didn't this year, so he, he was just like, whatever, we're, we suck this year. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, uh, that's gonna do it for us today. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>